0: Say hey, everybody. Alex Hooper here with So Rare First Pitch. Back for the ALDS rendition of the show. Uh, A wild, wild card weekend. Uh, Only one game going to three games. And surprisingly, the Padres taking out the 100 win Mets. Um, That's what you get. That's what you get in baseball. It's wild. It's wonderful. And uh, now we got the matchup set for the ALDS. So we're going to take you through some tips today. We got a giveaway to do. But uh, actually, we want to start the show on a little bit of a serious note. Um, Pull it up for you here. So one of the best, one of the best of us uh, in the baseball world, Sarah Langs, uh, announced at the beginning of the postseason that she has ALS, um, Lou Gehrig's disease. And Mandy Bell, the incredible MLB.com beat reporter and close, close friend of Sarah, um, has organized a GoFundMe. For Sarah's battle, as you can see on the screen, thirty thousand of a forty thousand dollar goal already raised by Mandy. Uh, just an incredible effort. Um, I just wanted to direct y'all over to it. If you check over on the So Rare FP Twitter account, you can find the link. Um, I quote tweeted Mandy: "Signal boost it um, if you donate." send me a screenshot at so rare first pitch and I will make sure that uh I give you something that you get something out of it for me whether it's you know a free subscription for the Patreon for the rest of playoffs first you know month of next season something like that we'll figure something out but uh if you donate and screenshot and send it to me at so rare first pitch um we'll work something out I just wanted to signal boost this a little bit um Mandy's great. I got the chance to meet her when the Guardians were in Tampa. And uh, I've looked up to Sarah for a really long time, actually. I was on the beat for the Guardians back in 2017. And that's when I started to learn who Sarah was. She'd pop in on the Baseball Tonight podcast, give these great statistical tidbits. Um, She's a nerd just like us, baseball nerd just like us. Um, And I want to do everything I can to support her her. Um, she deserves it, and uh, this is one way we can do it. So, again, if anyone out in this great community can help out, I would greatly appreciate it. I know I know, Mandy would, um, and I want to do this for Sarah. So, uh, keep her in mind um, and all that. So, um, yeah, just had to, had to start things a little... More serious this time. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that that was out there in the ether. So let's get into the fun stuff. Um, We do have a giveaway for the Christian Pache. The rare card, actually. So I had you go on the last video. And we had you... uh, Comment with a question for Ryan Spoon, the COO of SoRare, who we're going to talk to on the 21st of October here. Um, A lot of great questions coming in. I noted some of my favorites. I put them into my rundown that I'm going to, you know, actually bring to Ryan when we talk to him. So one of you are going to win that Christian Pache Rare, which, again, I want to shout out to Orange Fly, uh, our buddy Bob Flynn, for donating that card for this giveaway usually we've been giving away my cards this one's all bob so um thank him if you find him he's again one of the best um and he's doing a lot to prop up the so rare mlb community and definitely the so rare first pitch community so thanks bob and uh, i'm sure you're going to be the one who comes up as the winner here and then we'll pick another name because bob does not want to be the winner and then i'll go through some of the questions and kind of hit on them if possible here we are Who we got Ha ah, there he is. There he is. Yanose Soccer. He's the winner of the Christian pache uh rare card. Very cool. So he says, if when the supposed gambling laws that prohibit so rare to not give out Ethereum changes, how likely will threshold be a thing on the MLB side? What kinds of things have been considered or are still on the table in terms of what they're planned to ensure collectibility becomes a thing. What has come from these discussions, how detrimental it could be to the project, pros, cons, and why or why, why not, uh, sorry, why or why would Soar MLB not do said items? So there's a lot in there. <laughs> um, the threshold thing, I know I've answered a little bit. It's because of the gambling laws. Um, you know, who knows how quickly that's going to change federally. So I don't think that SoRare really wants to do the, uh, the threshold sort of thing. Um, I don't think it helps them. I think it loses them money in the long term. I think they would love to avoid it if possible. Um, but it was necessary at the beginning of things. So I think that's kind of why you see it. Um, kinds of things have been considered. So on the table, clear plan to ensure collectability. I, I can't answer that one, but I'm definitely going to ask it. There's a lot of collectability questions. So um, you want to say soccer? You are the winner. Let's take a look at a couple of other questions, hopefully, uh, before we move on. Uh, we're gonna get a little difficulty here. All right, Sergio, he was the winner uh, a couple weeks ago of the Kyle Schwarber. What's the plan to engage more people to enter the MLB fantasy game? Would it be based on content creator, players, commercials? So, I did see a so rare banner at City Field. Um, so at least we're seeing some. In game on field ads for so I was disappointed. I did not see one so rare ad during the wild card series. Um, I was very disappointed in that. I definitely expected it, but I was cautiously optimistic. Um, you never know. You know, like who knows what kind of budgeting they're putting into this, and we might see more during NBA, or they're just going to try to continue to grow it organically. I will say, you know, Sergio asked, would it be based on content creators? I know I'm not the only person that Ryan's going to be talking to. So um, I definitely think that he's going to use that and the company is going to use us as kind of the mouthpiece for a little bit because I mean, we're the ones who all love it so much that we're like doing stuff like this and you guys have found us, which means that you love it. So um, I think that's one way that you can tell. Bob, all right, we'll end on this one. <laughs> can I trade my Rowdy Tellez Limited that I want as a reward for a common Rowdy us? He wants the rainbow. He wants the full vertical stack. Um, I do think that's a good idea. You know, like, I don't think anyone's going to be like, take my Aaron Judge. I want an Aaron Judge common. Um, but I think you should be able to do this to to some degree. Good luck, Bob, one of these days. Hopefully, well, I guess he wasn't going to be in your drop because the Brewers aren't in the playoffs. Um, if you haven't checked your commons at this point, you should have three new commons from so rare, uh, just to kind of boost the engagement a little bit. So... Um, all right what's next on the list I know I have I have rewards on here I'm gonna check to see if they're available I'm, I'm gonna say no I'll check again at the end of the show if not this is the fun oh we do we do have rewards all right here we go let's do it let me share again okay I did get a tier one comment here we go Start with a tier five common just for entering all my no gamers. Jimmy Lambert, fantastic. Alright. So we got a tier four limited, a tier four rare, a tier three rare from rare pro. Max Scherzer really hurt me. Um, this would have been a super rare had that not been the case. Alright, let's look at the tier four limited. I am gonna save my tier one common for last. Christian Betancourt not bad um he plays so I'm happy that's that's fine probably a future giveaway but that's fine this is probably also a future giveaway depending on who it is tier four rare we got we got the crew Mike Brasso all right yeah probably probably not someone who's going to benefit me long term all right do we go tier three or do we just look at the tier one common let's look at the tier one common who do we got (laughs) <laughs> All right. Nasty collision for George. Um, I'm happy to have him in my lineup. I wish I could have gotten a tier one I could use this week, but that's fine. I didn't have to do much to get it. So, And our tier three, our rare pro win. Who do we got? We got a great one last time in Matt Brash. Hey. Cool. That's cool. I, I dig that. He's got the, the relief pitcher eligibility, so that's helpful. I'll take that any day of the week. Um, relative to the other tier threes, like he's going to... Probably do better than a lot of the relievers I have. So, cool. I'm okay with that. Good rewards. Very happy. Very, very cool. Okay. So I did have a bone to pick, though, with so rare, And I don't, you know, normally talk down on the platform. I think they do everything to support us. But I will say, um, I know there is a reduction in the amount of players playing. But I think, I mean, there's not. There's actually not. Because we still have the same, we still have eight teams. Um, It's just that a couple more of the eight teams in the division series have pricier players. So there's going to be fewer people entering in these contests. But, I mean, we have seen a drop. Um, I, I can't look at the prize pool from, you know, last week. Actually, I can. Let's pull it up for comparison. So, all right. 450 rewards and limited all Star. Yeah, slow internet. All right, so what was it last time? All right, so we're down 150 rewards in Limited All-Star. Limited Pro, 350 rewards, 210 this week. 60 rares, that's down 40, so that's a significant drop. 180 rares in Rare All-Star. 120, that's almost half. Rare Pro, 70 rewards. Including 10. So you're still, you're going to get 15. You had 15 super rares. So that's dropped 5. And then what? Yeah, 85 rares has now dropped to 60. And then Super, I know that was 35. And so they dropped 10 there and unique. I know they dropped a couple there. So um, I don't understand. I don't understand why they would do that. I don't understand. I think there should be something to incentivize people to be buying right now for one. Um, I think my biggest gripe with this is that as someone who's been on the platform since day one, I feel like I should be rewarded somehow. Like if it's, a tier five limited because that's what I earn. fine, but let me earn it, you know, the same way that we were earning things prior. I know like in common, I had 54 points and won a tier one, whereas I couldn't win a tier one at all the entirety of the season. But um, yeah, this feels a little like, I don't know why they're doing it. I don't know. I don't understand, um, you know, I don't know why you would make the experience more difficult for people. I feel like at this point you would want to even like maybe up the amount of prizes given just because like, Hey, you entered somebody. I know you can't just give away money and I know there's money to be made here, but we're very far from all 5,000 limiteds. I know we want to get the user base up, but if there's no commercials and if we're not seeing an incredible jump in, you know, users joining the platform, then, It doesn't feel like we're getting there anytime soon. We have a couple more game weeks. Three. Um, Feels weird. Feels weird to kind of nerf these rewards. I'm not, you know, like, up in arms about it. I get it. I understand that it's going to be harder to win them, but, like, I feel like there should be a place for someone who can only run out three cards to, like, if, one of those cards goes off in the division series, they should have a chance to at least win some rewards. Like, um, say Jake Cronenworth, you know, hits four bombs against the Dodgers and they have a Jake Cronenworth and, you know, like a mini stack with, uh, Hassan Kim and Josh Bell or something like that. And Padres win a couple of games or like, they just go off. I feel like those people should be able to win and not have to have full lineups where like you need your six points from your reliever. Um, but, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do, and they did make it harder on us. I, I don't – as you can see, like, I have teams – I'm fielding teams. Like, I'm not hurt for this. Um, it, I can't say it'll help me win rewards this week um, because, like I said, there's still eight teams left. And I think if anyone's going to be rewarded, it's going to be the people who can afford, you know, Dodgers stacks and Houston stacks. And stuff like that. So I don't want to spend too much time on this, but uh, I already have. And it's a little upsetting. I want the I want the rest of the community to have an opportunity to win with what they got. Like, you got on the platform. You had half a season. Not even. But you adapted early. So, like, where's the rewards? I know if you play in the postseason, um, we're going to get a little bit of help with the NBA. So that's cool. That's great to hear. But my focus is on MLB right now, and I would kind of rather the, the MLB community get boosted up. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what comes with the NBA support. I mean, just, like, if we're if you enter a lineup in the, you know, X number of contests through the World Series, like, I would hope that maybe we're getting a little more help come NBA time. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. I, the fact that they're not willing to give away... You know, 150 more limiteds, even if they're, like, all tier 4s and 5s, doesn't exactly make me feel like they're going to hand me a, to be honest, rare on, you know, the opening of uh, of NBA. So, okay. That's my rant. Um, A little bit long, but uh, we're going to keep moving on. So, what did we learn? What did we learn from... The wild card series. We're gonna, I'm just gonna open that same window right back up and we're gonna look at last week. So I'm gonna look at, so limited all star. That's most entries. Let's see, you know, what won. The ownership percentage, I think, here has something to do with it. Like, I don't, I can't imagine a lot of people at Quintana. Can't imagine a lot of people at, you know, any of these guys. And uh, Trent Grisham was the guy who won the week. And uh, I don't think everybody was, like, dying to play Padres against the Mets. And sure enough, that did it. So, so takeaways. Um, I mean, you kind of got to have the guy when we're going to have more games in this series. So certain people should be able to separate themselves a little more. We thought coming into it that, you know, the the strategy was going to be, To have two pitchers Jose Quintana was the worst performing starting pitcher uh, of the week and he wound up in the winning lineup Um, I'm seeing more and more that two starting pitchers is a floor play like if you want to get into the rewards that's great if you want to win you kind of got a gun for it but I mean this could have easily been a pitcher so it's it's tough to draw a whole lot from that I imagine we're just going to see Padres up here, Teoscar with the two homers. So this is kind of the opposite of that. Two of the best pitchers, if not the two best. I think Musgrove put up a 40. But, um, so, yeah, so five out of Rosario Helsley somehow with a one after that meltdown he had. But two great pitchers, and he got the hitters right. And this is the contest with the most entries. So you should expect, you know, closer to the nuts lineup. Like, you need the best lineup here. Um. So, yeah, kind of the opposite. You got some homers here, homer out of Machado, Rosario didn't do anything, and a couple of good pitchers. That's the way of to the top. Bieber, DeGrom, pitching, got that hitting. It's okay. One of the worst pitchers, pitcher, Grisham, random guy. So, yeah, looking at it, yeah, so looking at it, I mean, two pitchers I think did put you in the right position. It's just that. This guy got Grisham and Profar and Kim. They had great weeks, and that propelled them. So, yeah, I think I am going to deduce that having two pitchers is the way to go. Let's look at, you know, rare pro where you're going to get some some bigger boys up here. So, like, UB85, two pitchers, really kind of meh hitting, like got the right people in the lineup, the guys who actually did perform in class I was fantastic with save and hold, I believe. Yeah. But let's look up top here. Pitcher, pitcher. <laughs> Sam Engels was amazing in game two against the Rays. So, to me, it looks like really what's pushing people over the edge as I open this one up and it... Counteracts what I was going to say, but like the relief pitching, I think, is what's really pushing some of these people towards the top. Like Klaasai is making a big difference. And you you generally you are going to see those higher leverage folks in those situations. Of course, I went out and I bought an Edwin Diaz. Now Edwin Diaz is out of the playoffs, so I don't really have a lot of those. Um, not a lot to kind of push to. Let's look at me really quick. Fever, <laughs> I got a good effort out of uh, Lugo. I got the Teoscar in there. And then Scherzer just melted down awful for me um you know even a 30 out of him just a normal performance and i'm up here granted i'm sure there's some other uh in there so so that's kind of what we learned like fewer games equals you want to have the two best pitchers if you look at some of the guys who led the week you know, like, the difference between all of these pitchers isn't that big. Like, 31, 31, 30, Like, there's nine points between the top six that makes the difference. Um, that might not hold up. But having the pitch, if you have the two pitchers, you're going to have a lot more margin for error out of your hitters. And then if you, would like, paired two of these top guys with Teazer, man as you were on the dance floor, or uh, Trent Grisham, you were on the dance floor. So... think it's easy to dismiss the difference between them but i think if you have them like all of a sudden you're really in the mix so again look at some of these names like no one expected a big time uh carlos santana or escobar or kim or cal raleigh big dumper (laughs) as he's known affectionately um no one expected trent Grisham, jerks (laughs) and juan yapez uh big oscar with the home run um so you're, you're going to see more randomness out of the hitters. So I think the control group really is the pitchers are the pitchers. Uh, it's, it's not much to learn, but I think we definitely learned it. So that takes me to my next point. We got five-game series now, which means some of these pitchers are going to pitch twice, and scoring is cumulative. So it's worth considering... It's worth considering, you know, what you can do to get those guys in your lineup and what the cost is. Here's what we know so far. Max Fried, Kyle Wright going to go for Atlanta at the time of recording. Cal Quantrill, Shane Bieber, Tristan McKenzie for the Guardians. Verlander, Cole, Cortez, Severino, Suarez, Wheeler, Clevenger, Gilbert, Castile. These are the confirmed guys. So when you look at these guys, the front end dudes, you can expect to go twice if it goes into a five game series. So Freed, Quantrill, you know, you're kind of expecting him to go again on Sunday, four days, you know, the fifth day's rest. And then Bieber, if it goes game five, you would imagine would be the guy for the guardians. Um, Verlander, he's definitely going to go twice if he has the opportunity. Kershaw, probably going to be the same thing. Garrett Cole against... I mean, I I think there's a chance Garrett Cole completely breaks this week. Um, If the Guardians win one game, you're going to see Garrett Cole again on Sunday. And he has the chance to go out there and just win two games by going eight innings and just shutting the Guardians down. Like, that's very much a possibility. You could get an 80 out of a pitcher for the first time. Like, this is the first time where things might change. I said, you know, there's like nine points difference between the top and the bottom. I don't think that's going to be the case here because I think you're going to see one of these guys go twice. Ranger Suarez could be that guy. Zach Wheeler could pitch on short rest, even out of the bullpen. That's the other thing you need to consider is sometimes these guys come out of the bullpen. Mike Clevenger, not really a guy I want to count on twice against the Dodgers, and he might only go three innings either way. Um, Logan Gilbert's another guy you could see twice, but against Houston, I don't really love it. So, yeah, Cole, Kershaw, Verlander, Quantrill, Bieber, Freed. I think you need to really consider those guys. Um, Seeing Strider get pushed back to Saturday here isn't exciting for us, and we probably won't know whether or not he's going to pitch, but he'll come out of the bullpen if need be. I don't think there's any problem playing him, but we might not get starters uh, workload out of him. But he could go 3-4 twice and strike out 12 guys so he could still be one of those guys that puts up a 60 because he pitched twice um so yeah consider that and again you could throw out a couple of them because there's a chance that they're not really any good and they just are pitching because they're the ones we have to pitch logan gilbert i think could be that guy uh ranger suarez i think could be that guy like i don't need i don't want ranger suarez exposed to the braves once let alone twice but if he's what you got. He might be better than uh, (laughs) Severino once, Um, Snell once, Kirby once. You know, like you rank him down there, but a guy like Cole, if you have Garrett Cole, put him in your best lineup. Because if he does go twice, you're going to be top 10, top 20 if he's good. Like it's, you're probably going to be all right. So pay attention to the news. Pay attention to the rosters. There were so many guys that I thought maybe I'd be able to use and was surprised I wasn't. Um, Availability is the name of the game here. And exposure is, I mean, you saw it. We're going to see it more as the playoffs go on. Like, in common, granted, you can't buy players there, so you just kind of had what you had. But as we get deeper into this thing, like, 54 points won Tier 1 Commons. And you're going to see that top end come down a little bit, except when teams start getting deep into the series, like four or five games. That can change things. So if you want some of those strategies, I'm not going to go into them in depth again. Go to the last video and watch the intricacies, but just kind of adjust for five games um, where you might see pitchers twice. And if you go five games, five games is a lot better than three games. So you might want to consider some of the closer series. Um Let's see, I'm going to try and look at some odds really quick. Let me pull them up, but it's just something that you have to consider. Um, I think I think the two series, yeah, the only series that I was like, oh yeah, this is the one with the biggest differential in odds was the one that went three, it was the Padres and the Mets. So like, I don't know that you need to go in here and start looking at odds and trying to guess which go five. I don't think. Well, all right, here we go. This is, this is actually more helpful. This is more than we had for the last one. So there are odds on um, how late it's supposed to go. So like the Astros to win, As far as, you know, odds, the Astros to win in five is actually highest, Um, whereas Yankees to win in four is the lowest here. So, like, if you want to bet on Astros and Mariners, I mean, goodness gracious, there's no reason, you know, not to bet on the Astros anyway. What do we got here? Dodgers win in four. Braves in five, so Braves and Phillies, all of a sudden, looking like kind of where you want to go. So Braves, Phillies, Astros, Mariners, based on the odds, those are the ones that you can expect to go further, but I mean, it's like 10 cents, you know, 1% relative to some of the others, like Yankees and five is plus 320, whereas Astros and five is plus 310, so I wouldn't go crazy, but just if you have a feeling about it, um, you know, maybe that's the one. Maybe that's that's where you push it. Uh, you got to consider. I think just players over three games. You look at the three games, and then anything else you get is bonus. I don't think there is a lot to trying to bet on how long they go. So, all right, that's going to do it. Um, that's what I got for this week hit me up in comments, hit me up on Twitter, at Lex Hooper or at FP if you have any more questions. Um, But we do have one more giveaway today. Um, Here we go. It's going to be a playoff eligible card currently, Will Myers. Um, Not a great wild card, but hey, say the Padres get to the cs you know exposure to anyone will be helpful so this could be a good card to win um how are you going to get it for one i will give you an entry if you donate to mandy's fundraiser for sarah langs first and foremost i will comment on this and get you an entry i will comment your name and that will give you a secondary entry um Don't just don't just go donate a dollar. Like make it. We're gonna put a threshold on it because I don't want people blowing up Mandy's fundraiser for no reason and for personal gain. It's not why I'm talking about it, and that's not why you should go over there. Um, let's say ten dollars. Just donate ten dollars, and I'll I'll put you in the hopper for another one. And then the other way you can do it is again. Uh, questions about the platform questions you want me to ask Ryan Spoon uh, when we talk to him and uh, any questions you have that can be helpful but that's how you're gonna win the Will Myers and uh, we'll go from there but I just wanted to make sure I got that out there because I want to push the GoFundMe but I'm serious about it and it's not an opportunity for us to gain viewers or anything like that and I don't want to leverage it that way, but if you do that, I will find... Again, like I said, I will find a way to compensate you for it um, in one way or another. But that's going to be it for us this week. Um, join the Patreon if you want. Uh, we have been dropping a lot of news in there about you know pitchers and injuries and rosters and stuff, so you can have everything right up to lock. I'm likely going to hop into the, the Countdown to Lock chat and be there available... You know, on voice chat so we can make sure we're ahead of all this news before lock on Tuesday. So until then, we will talk to you. Um, Thanks for tuning in.